Welcome, everybody. How's that for an intro, huh? <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Best of Five. My name is Elon, and I'm here with my co-hosts, of course, the chat. Because, as we know, some things happened over the week. Uh, but yeah, everybody say hi to YouTube. Squidly's already saying YouTube. Say hi to YouTube. Say hi to yourself. Best of one. No, it's still best of five. I'm enough for five people. Look. I tried to lift too much weights. They said weights, lifting weights was supposed to be healthy. But here I am on a sling. You know, I'm actually just going to take this off. All right. Now that that's over. Um, yeah, I hurt my arm. And it's been a bit of a thing all week. Oh, sick. Yeah, say hi to SoundCloud, too, everybody. What up? SoundCloud, I unfortunately can't see you, but I'll, I'll translate. Uh, but yeah, so I was, I was lifting weights, and uh, I hurt my arm. And I went to the doctors today. They gave me a nice little steroid shot on the bum bum. And now I feel better. <laughs> uh, anyway, tonight on the show, we're going to have our weekly recap. We're going to have Evo. I mean, we're, Evo's next week. And we're, we're good, I'm going to be there. We're probably going to have a show there of some capacity. Um, Multiverses is out and it's already breaking records. And uh, KIT's ending. Sad. Sound, shout out to the SoundCloud boys. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, no, legit, like, wherever you're listening to this, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, if you're listening to this on YouTube, if you're listening to this on Twitch, if you're listening to this in some fo other form that I am not entirely sure of, like, that exists, hi, thanks for being here. Consider clicking the follow button if you haven't already, will you? We're trying to get a thousand subscribers on YouTube so we can get, uh, the creator tools over there. We're trying to get a couple more followers on Twitter. We're trying to get a couple more followers on SoundCloud, so help us out, will you? Help you, help me help you. I, I, help me help you. No, you help me help. You help me do this show. Thanks. <laughs> anyway, before we get started, so let's talk about the big elephant in the room. Steve's not here. Uh, for those of you that don't follow him on Twitter, uh, their baby is here. Steve is officially a dad. Steve did it. Steve, this one's for you, buddy. You did it. Steve put it on accomplished the prime directive congratulations Steve, on accomplishing the prime directive you did it congratulations steve that was that one was for you however that's not where it stops right breaking the stream again wait did that break the stream <laughs> uh but anyway congratulations to steve uh he sent us a message right unfortunately because of the nature of how things happened Things got moved, right? So Steve sent us this message. Let's uh, let's let's take it over to Steve. Before I'm not gonna say anything. He he he'll tell you better than I can. Here he is. Oh wait, hold on, hold hold. I forgot to activate the audio. Show's already off to a great start. Let me tell you. There we are. All right, Steve, say say the thing. Hey everyone, it's Ace. Um, I am a little under the weather tonight. Uh, so unfortunately, I won't be able to make it on the show this week. I'm hoping to be on next week for the pre-Evo Spectacular. I don't know if it's being called a Spectacular, but it will be a Spectacular. Um, just wanted to keep you up to date. I am home, and so is Ace Queen. Um, she has gone through a lot to get here. <laughs> 
but she is home. She is recovering well. Um, she brought Ace Jack into the world. He is an amazing little guy. Um, emphasis on little right now. He came out seven weeks early. So he's still got some growing to do. He is unfortunately not home with us yet. He's still at the hospital, but we are seeing him as much as we can, checking in on the, on him with the little um, webcam app that they've made for us. Uh, but he is kicking so much butt already. Um, I cannot wait to get him home. Uh, I just want to say, Alon, I'm sorry for leaving you high and dry. Uh, you've been doing a great job holding down the fort. Uh, I love you, and I hope you have a wonderful time next week in Vegas. Um, to everyone who's reached out to me via Twitter, DM, however, I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. I appreciate the the encouragement. Um, it's a very exciting time. It's a very scary time. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Uh, and I thank you for every bit of good vibes and, and love that you've sent my way. So, Alon, hold it down. I'll see you next week. Thank you, Steve. Um, you said a lot of stuff that was wrong, like, I love you and shit like that. Go love someone better. You got a family now. Don't waste it. Um, but much love to Steve. Uh, everybody, please like tweet at him. Tell him hi. Send him the spirit bomb, if you will. But um, again, in case those of you missed it, Steve is now officially a daddy-o. There he is. Everybody, congratulate Steve, the, the dad. Yes. Steve put his wiener in a vagoober, in a vagamaran. And accomplished the prime directive of life, which is to produce offspring. He's done it. He's done it. He's done it. Oh, shit. Wait, wait, wait okay. All right. That was a little too much. That was a little too much. All right. Congratulations, Steve. I just really wanted to use that a lot more. Because, again, last week I put a lot of effort in that thing. <laughs> or not last week, but uh, on episode 250. Uh, but straight up, big thanks to Steve and everything that he does for us. Uh, Speaking of people that do things for us, I want to shout a couple of people out here because with the nature of how things shook out, or I guess how things fell out, uh, that's bad. Anyway, with the nature of how things shook out this week, this show right now would not be possible without the following people. On our Discord, PB Tuft, Blue, That Mean Scene, and Bob Ace. So... The four of you, this show would not be here without you. So thank you, everybody. Make sure to thank them in the chat. Like, tag them right now and thank them. Because uh, they did a lot of work. Uh, they're the best of five producers moving forward. So uh, give, give them some love, will you? Give them some love. You danguses. Tofu's telling me. Tofu, I'm, I'm Jewish. I'm sorry. No, I don't know anything about Jesus. Um, anywho, enough of all this. Enough of all this. Steve is amazing. He's holding it down on the family, uh, on the family wagon, but we have to hold it down on the esports wagon. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for your favorite segment and mine, along with every other segment of the show. It's the weekly recap. 
We're going to start off with the United States Central Qualifier for the Melty Blood Type Lumina Official Tournament Series. This week, we had Masoma taking top qualifying for the Melty Blood US Finals. Actually, I'm sorry, all of Top 8 qualified for the Melty Blood US Finals. So we have Masoma and Lucy and Blooming Lotus on the podium of her top three. Lunar, Tenchi, and Wowza for fourth and tied for fifth, respectively. Tied for seventh, we have Manly FGC and Shinigami XM4A1. That's a weapon. Be careful. Uh, Shoutouts to them for tying for seventh. And rounding out the top 16, we have Zeta Slow, Blitz Sprite, So Sick Nash Fan, UGS Harvard tying for ninth, and Y'all Easy. Not easy enough because they didn't make top eight. Low key Ajax, Barrel Roller, Barrel Roller. <laughs> Dude, that's a really solid name. Uh, Barrel Roller and Somar 52. Shout outs to everybody making top 16 for the Melty Blood official tournament series of the United States. Let's hit up next. I don't remember what the next button was. Was it this one? Oh, that's the before button. All right, I remember how to do this. Next. Regen 2022 is a Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Platinum event. Let's go over the the singles, will ya? We have Lugi from the UK taking first. Tarek from I'm assuming that's Denmark. I hope that's good. Uh, that that baby made top eight. You're right. Bloom Forever from the UK taking third. Curry Governor, the Curry Governor. Everybody has to talk to them when they go for Curry. Uh, taking fourth. Night Pixel and Maze Beans taking tying for fifth from France and UK, respectively. Ryukai and Darkstalker tying for seventh, again, from fa- France and UK, perspe- uh, respectively. Words. Uh, rounding up the top 16, Lucrecio, Streaks, Big Chungus, and First Bones tying for ninth. Plus Hope, plus Lancelot, Tigerton, and SFB rounding out the top 16. Shoutouts to everybody from Regen 2022. Keep an eye on the... uh, Unfortunately, we weren't able to get more graphics about Regen 2022, but keep an eye on the ticker at the bottom. I have some more stuff in there. Next, Brussels Challenge. The big one of the week was the first Tekken World Tour Dojo Prime event. And the man, the myth, the legend, the pizza hater. The Super Akuma from France. Earning 220 points, taking the top spot on the first Tekken Dojo Prime event of the Tekken World Tour 2022. Fergus rounding out on the top two for 150 points, representing the UK. Guni from France getting 100. Smackaroos, Sefa Black, uh, Siku, Testu, HK Jr., and the Pro Mario Kart player all rounding out the top eight, earning some points on the Tekken World Tour Dojo events series. Rounding out the top 16, we got Wogus, the BM96. I hope it's bad manners. Uh, Malekith, Kaizoku Lars, tying for ninth. And we have Kane and Trench, Karma Cans, and Jordy Best. And Merku, sorry, Merku as well, tying for top 13. That is the top 16 of the Tekken World Tour Dojo Prime event happening at the Brussels Challenge 2022. Next! Staying at the Brussels Challenge, the Major Edition. Let's talk about DNF. This was like one of the first big DNF Majors over there in the Europe. And it was taken by Mystic Smash from the UK. 
Rounding out the podium, we got Tales of Mr. E and Lucas D. Mania. UK and Belgium represented on top three. We have Mick. Top four. We have Lord Rack and Le Chat Noir. That's the black cat for those of you that don't French. Uh, time for fifth. Masker and Svampin. Time for seven. Rounding out the top 16, we have Lazarus, Linkera, G. Genie, and Dakawalf. Time for ninth. And to end up bringing out the rear, bringing up the rear, we got Ditton, Ditton, Tihur, Fidan, and Locatrion. That's a hell of a name. Locatrion sounds badass. Shoutouts to them for rounding out the top 16. And finally, the last event on the recap for this week. We have the round, or we have the, the roundup, if you will, of the rest of the tournaments over there at the uh, Brussels Challenge. Guilty Gear Stri Strive was taken by Leffen. Dragon Ball Fighters was taken by Oniro. Smash Ultimate Singles was taken by Oge Ogi. Uh, King of Fighters 15 by Zuni. Street Fighter 5 by Reichman's Barnet. Grand Blue by Never. And Rev 2, still rocking. Knifey number 7. Now, uh, again, since this is the first show without Steve, we had a little bit of a hiccups. However, we still got something. We don't have a full graphic. However, this coming week, keep an eye out on the Smash World Tour 2022, powered by Metify, the Platinum Event FET over there in the UK. It's weird that they call it FET because that's a French word, but it's in the UK. Uh, so there's going to be a big Smash World Tour event over there in FET. That starts, I believe, tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. Along with them... There's another Smash World Tour event. Smash has got a busy, busy weekend. They're not worried about Evo. They got their own stuff going on. And it is Smash Factor. I believe this is in Central America. Uh, starting on the 29th, which should be a... Oh, it should be tomorrow. I'm sorry. So, yeah, starting tomorrow. Another Smash World Tour, a platinum event. Uh, Smash Factor number nine happening this weekend. So be on the lookout for them. And ladies and gentlemen, I believe this is... The end of the week. I hit the wrong button. How do I work this thing? There we go. All right, we did it. We made it. <laughs> we made it through the recap, everybody. Congratulations. Fellow co-hosts, you did it. Thank you, chat, for holding it down. All right, let's get into our topics. Excuse me? What is happening? Why is there music all of a sudden? Where's this coming from? There we go. All right. Again. Trying to keep the show together, folks. All right. Let's let's uh, let's get into our topic, shall we? And let's start off with the big one. Because, ladies and gentlemen, Evo is less than seven days away. At this exact time, seven days from now, we will be, hopefully, once all details are ironed out, we'll be at the Evo venue giving you an Evo preview live from Evo. From the Mandalay Bay Center of Conventions, right? I think it's the Convention Center, right? The Michelob Ultra is the arena. Um, hopefully, we'll be there. Don't have all the details ironed out, but we'll be there in some capacity either way. And there is a lot of information that got released this week. First of all, and not the least of all, first of all, we have a schedule. If you guys haven't checked out the Evo page, they have this really, really cool schedule where you can go there and you can look at it. Uh, you can scroll, you can choose, you can sort, you can filter, you can literally just look for exactly what you want and they will show it to you. So big ups to Evo 
for creating something so cool uh, just in time for Steve's retirement. So we know they're in good. Everybody's in good hands when it comes to schedules. So we have, of course, the fir- uh, the first day we have, you know, uh, all of the beginnings of all pools, including the top eight for Skullgirls happening at 7 p.m. on Friday. Day number two looks a little something like this. And right off the bat, we're starting in the morning with the top eight for Mortal Kombat 11, which is going to be a really good one. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that top eight or is that top four? It's too small. I can't read. Hello? Oh, no. Yeah, that is top eight. I apologize. Uh, top eight for Mortal Kombat 11, starting at 10 a.m. We have uh, 2 p.m., the Melty Blood top eight, Grand Blue at five, and Dragon Ball Fighters in the main event spot at eight. I did not include the final day because the final day is just finals day. The final day is finals day. And of course, that'll be KOF at 10 a.m., Tekken at 2 p.m., Street Fighter V at 5 p.m., and they're, they're, they said they're experimenting with doing things later, so at 8 p.m. is when Strive Pools start. That's going to be crazy. Uh, also mentioned by Steve on Twitter, if you guys didn't see, uh, KOF starts at 10 a.m., and they're not expecting Tekken to start until 2, so they're giving them a lot of leeway <laughs> to get through KOF pools. Or, I'm sorry, KOF Top 8. So big ups to Evo. Along with all of this, dude, yeah, with the PlayStation money, they have, they have, uh, they have ways of uh, getting everything in there, right? Pretty neat. With this, they also announced something really cool, which, did I? Here it is. Yep, uh, they announced this. The stage is set for EVO 2022, live from Las Vegas. Watch all the FGC competition unfold in the PlayStation Tournament's EVO Lounge. We'll be covering the latest updates, along with exclusive content featuring your favorite competitors and developers. So go ahead and mark those calendars and be sure to join us on August 5th and 6th. PlayStation. PlayStation money, baby. So the EVO PlayStation Lounge, right? Is that what it's called? The EVO Lounge trailer. PlayStation EVO Lounge trailer. Uh, this is kind of the replacement for the jump off point, right? Was that what it's called? Uh, the jumping off point, which was a show uh, that would go about all day and they would hop from tournament to tournament. They would get specialists. It was really, really cool for uh, people who weren't necessarily uh, interested in one specific game and just wanted to know about the entire event as a whole. So big ups to Sony and big ups to Evo for keeping that going and for, you know, calling it the, you know, the Evo Lounge and having that Sony money behind it. You feel me? Also, shout-outs to Persia. Still doing, still doing hard work for the FGC. Now, with this, uh, there has been a couple of negative things, right? Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but there have been a lot of people on Twitter that have been, uh, that have been wondering, like, they haven't announced any of the talent on the stream. They, haven't, they usually have the big announcement for commentators. They have all of... Uh, all the commentators in one really cool graphic. They have like a big announcement uh, around it. Unfortunately, we haven't gotten that this year, and that's left a lot of people asking if they're commentating. I don't have an answer. That's just what's happening. <laughs> uh, you know, doing something as big as Evo and uh, wrangling talent with the number as high as Evo is obviously extremely, extremely tricky. So. 
some people are left wondering. I'm sure they're working on it. We'll have we'll just see it when we see it, right? There's still a full week. So and one of the things that they tell you when you sign up for commentary, for those of you that haven't signed up, is you have to check a box saying, I'm not signed being on commentary or not is not going to uh change whether I'm at Evo or not, or whether I'm buying a pass. You have to have a pass when you sign up for commentary. So we'll see. <laughs> It's tricky, man. They're trying to work with a lot of schedules and doing a lot of stuff at once. It is tricky. So big ups to everybody over there at the Evo, uh, at the Evo land, trying to make everything work. Speaking of making things work, however, we do have some pretty big announcements here. As soon as I find the thing. There we go. So speaking of commentators, there was one thing that was announced for commentators. There was one thing announced for commentators for Evo, and that was multiverses. Multiverses, of course, having a big 2v2 uh, exhibition over there at Evo. Uh, short, uh, not a shorter tournament, but like a smaller tournament uh, for a couple people showing off the game. Uh, the game has already been had. We're going to talk about it. It's the next subject. It's right there. It's right there. It's the next subject. Um, but they, there's already been like some... Um, some you some uh, competitive uh, tournaments already. So super excited to see this. And they announced their, uh, they announced their commentators. Let's take a look, shall we? Here it is. The talent lineup for Multiverses at Evo is Ajax, Osti, Flambo, and Vicky Kitty, and featuring the content creator, the grappler hater, the Purple Sharpie, friend of the show, of course. So congratulations to Sharpie for getting the big featuring uh, spot. Can't wait to see what goes on at Evo, especially with multiverses. I've been playing a lot of multiverses. A lot of people have been playing a lot of multiverses. Uh, so you know what? Let's just get down right to it. Let's talk about multiverses, right? See you guys at Evo next week. Next week. Wow, I almost said next year. Next week. Let's see what's happening. Whoops, I clicked the wrong button. Let's see what's happening over here at multiverses. Multiverses is out. It's released again. Uh, last week. It was a closed beta. Only a couple of people who either had already access to the alphas or uh, people who had the sponsor to play it on stream or people who watched an hour of the stream. We had a couple people here who got themselves access to Multiverses just by watching our stream. Thank you so much for doing that. Uh, the game is out now. It is an open beta and there uh, a lot has changed. A lot has changed. So let's let's take a look at what has changed, shall we? First. We got a big we got a big welcome for like this is the official open release. We got big big welcome. Look at this. This is such a cool graphic of just everybody hanging out. I think this is like a screenshot of the uh, end of the trailer. Maybe it looks pretty cool. Uh, another thing announced. What button did it? All right, here we go. Free character rotations every other week. So again, this is a free to play game, and they rotate the characters every other week. I wonder what other fighting game has done that. Hmm. Killer Instinct, in case you didn't know. Uh, last but not least, over at San Diego Comic-Con, they also announced a couple of things, including the not-so-surprising Rick and Morty. They're arriving for Season 1. It is not yet Season 1 at Multiverses. Well, we're still waiting. This is, this is the open beta. The game isn't fully released yet, even though it is open to the public now. Consider it early access. I think that's what an open beta is nowadays. So, Rick and Morty. Uh, of course, you know, we, we mentioned... 
uh, last week. There are MeSeek boxes and MeSeeks all over the game. So it was just a matter of time before they got added in. Of course, Rick and Morty being super duper popular uh, seemed like an easy decision. So here we are. Rick and Morty did it. They're here. They're all they're coming. And there was another character that got announced and they got announced for a release on Tuesday along with the game. And if you haven't seen who it is, I'm not going to spoil it. Let's watch it. Time for the main event. Let's get it. Can't dump this for dumb. Oh boy. Batman and LeBron. Sounds good to me. <laughs> That's all, folks. Remember how I kept what saying what that this game felt weird because of like the, the cast of characters being so diverse as far as IPs go? Here it is. LeBron James. Kind of a really fun character to play, I'm not gonna lie. I got you, bug. LeBron James is now going to beat up on Arya Stark and Batman. Let's do this again, bud. And he's out now. You can download the open beta and you can play him. Of course, he is not on the uh he's not on the free rotation, so you do have to earn a little bit of uh in-game money to unlock him. Uh, something else uh, that was, it's not necessarily a pain point. It makes sense. Um, for people who have played in the alphas and the beta. Hey, I'm blocking here. Speaking of alphas, NDO103. Thanks for the resub, my friend. 55 months. You're only two months away from like the maximum, I believe. I think the maximum is 57. So big ups to NDO for the big sub. Everybody, everybody give them a clap, will you? Y'all remember the clap? We need to bring those back. Maybe that'll get uh maybe that'll get Efren back on the show as if we start clapping again. <laughs> uh but yeah, LeBron James. I wasn't expecting LeBron James, right? I feel like nobody else was expecting LeBron James. So extremely surprising character, extremely fun to play. He he's got like the ball mechanic where he can throw the ball to an ally, he can throw the ball to a t uh to an enemy. He dunks on people, he jumps on people, he he does the 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 thing, the the, the meme. Multiverses is just a giant meme, and it's proving that memes sell, right? You can sell memes. Ultra Instinct, Shaggy. The LeBron. It's crazy. It's crazy. Memes sell. Um, yeah, you do have to play a little bit of it, but I think, they're, I think the unlock price is like 2,000 gold, which you can definitely earn by playing like less than an hour in the game, I think. As long as you do those uh, those missions and all. Uh, it's pretty easy to earn gold. Um, one big pain point was that if you were playing a character in the beta or the alpha... Actually, no. If you were playing a character in the beta, you did have to unlock your character once the open beta started. However, you kept all your progress, right? Because in this game, you unlock perks the more you play a character. So, having to unlock the character you already knew how to play was a little bit weird. However... An open beta going from a closed beta to an open beta. We're lucky that we keep our progress. So spending an extra 2,000 gold was not that big of a deal. I was able to buy both my main character. I play Harley. Don't catch me on that game. You're going to get yourself beat up. Uh, I play Harley. I was playing a lot of LeBron too. However, if you don't have the money, the gold grinded up yet, and you're struggling with the matchup, all characters are free to play on the in the training mode, in the lab. I wonder what other fighting game did that. Killer Instinct, 
So, Multiverse is bringing out the free-to-play uh, fighting game uh, for everybody to enjoy using very, very smart tactics to make sure everybody plays the game. It's crazy. It's so crazy, in fact, that it has broken records. And by broken, I mean, like, decimated. Like, Iron Giant sitting on your face. Well, <laughs> Iron Giant meteor, ass meteoring from the sky. Boy. Steve's not here to laugh at all this bad, uh, all the bad uh, double entendres over here. Uh, but yeah, astronomical numbers have been coming in through, uh, through Steam. And this is only through Steam, mind you. So I can't even imagine what console numbers are like if they're like this on Steam. Let's take a look at how some of uh, the other fighting games have been doing on Steam as far as numbers. Shall we? Here it is. Street Fighter V, all-time peak, seven years ago. 14.7 thousand people playing all at once. 24-hour peak was 3,093. And right now, as of taking this picture, which was a little earlier today, 1.5 thousand people playing. 1,500 people playing. Oh, my lights fell. Next, let's look at Tekken. All-time peak, five years ago. 18.9, close to 20,000. 19,000 people playing all at once during its peak. 24-hour peak is 6,000. 2.7 thousand people playing as of this picture being taken, which was just a couple hours ago. Next, Strive. Kind of uh, breaking out the mold here. 31,156 players 14 months ago for the all-time high, which I believe was the release. A 24-hour peak of 1,800 players, close to 1,900. And playing right now, 1,600 people, right? Getting up there in numbers. Now, here's something that we don't really look at in the FGC, and I think it's kind of a mistake that we don't look at this in the FGC. Let's look at Brawlhalla. Brawlhalla, with an all-time peak higher than Strive, with 34,816 people. A higher 24-hour peak with 18,000, which is way bigger than any of the other games we've had on here because most of these games are like within... Whoops, sorry, I went too far. Most of the, these games barely... Tekken was the only one that broke a 5,000 24-hour peak. Brawlhalla, 18,388 players playing on a 24-hour peak and playing right now 16,000 as opposed to the thousands, like the single thousands that we have for our traditional fighting games. However, this isn't even close to multiverses. Multiverses came in and just blew the doors off of everything. Multiverses just blew the doors off of everything. Let's take a look at the multi multiverses numbers. This is this week alone. This game came out on Tuesday. Already, it's hit 153,433 players playing concurrently at an all-time peak. This happened yesterday. With a 24-hour peak of 145,436 concurrent players. And people playing right now are 138,692 people. This is like, like times 100 off of everything that uh, we see on numbers here for fighting games. 
And again, these are only numbers on Steam, right? So these numbers are much higher when you take consoles into uh, into account. However, we don't have those numbers. I would love to see uh, Smash numbers. However, we we don't have that. Smash, I think, is the best-selling fighting game uh, ever. But this is a free-to-play game, and it's got big it's got big names, and it's got big numbers. So again, proving memes sell. You got Ultra Instinct Shaggy. You got Velma throwing out susses for everybody. Uh, you got Bugs Bunny doing all the Bugs Bunny things. You know, it's crazy. Do I think so? Mean Scene in the chat asks, do I think Project L can hit high numbers like those? I honestly have no idea. And free to play absolutely helps, helps those numbers. Yeah, that this is one thing I've been saying for a long time, right? If you compare fighting games to the the wider world of esports, right? Like you talk about your your Dota's or your League of Legends's, or you talk about your Call of Duty Warzone's, your Hearthstones. You know, the barrier of entry to those games is nothing, right? If you want to start playing those games, you just download them. Valorant, another one. Uh, you just download those games and you go. And then if you are good enough. You get to play in the competitive world. You just got to grind it away. Fighting games. There's a $60 barrier to entry to buy the game. And with the way things are today, there's not only a $60 barrier of entry to buy the games. There's also season passes for all the characters. And as we know, in fighting games, you have to know the matchup. So you got to get a hold of every character. So the barrier of entry gets pretty high. Especially for people who are following the game. I think in total, what, like, I've spent, what, close to four or $500 for Street Fighter V in these past five years, just with, uh, with season passes, right? It's been five, five times 20. Five times 20 is what? 100? I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, either way. It's, it's, it, the barrier to entry has been a little rough, so... Especially with something like Nintendo, right? The Nintendo Switch was hard to get. Not everybody has a Switch. Uh, buying the game on top of it. And, Trini, you brought up what I was about to say. The other big thing, rollback netcode. I was watching a lot of uh, other big streamers who aren't necessarily in the FGC. Uh, and crossplay, too. Crossplay and cross-progression. Um, I was watching a lot of big streamers who aren't necessarily in the FGC. Uh, and one of the big things everybody was saying was, wow, this game feels great to play with friends. That's the whole point of fighting games. I can't move this arm too much because it's injured. Uh, that's the whole point of fighting games is having fun playing with friends. And with something like this with Rollback Netcode, where people who don't even know what Rollback Netcode is are saying, this feels great. I want to play more. That's it. That's it. That's the thing. It's a good game. It's very fun to play. Playing online feels great with the rollback netcode. Are there issues? Absolutely. There's a lot of these things happening here and there. That happens with every rollback game, right? You can't fix somebody else's bad connection. But this game has been getting such uh, a positive reception from everybody inside and outside of the FGC. And you can see it in the numbers. It's pretty crazy. It is wild. It is wild how well this game is doing, and I'm so happy for everybody over there at Player First Game, first player games, Player First Games, Play First Games. 
I always forget their name, but I'm happy for them. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this is a huge deal. I can't, and you know, naturally with these free-to-play games, of course, there's going to be a drop-off, right? Much like every other game, right? After, you know, we saw the, the all-time highs for all of the games that we looked at earlier were on release, right? So, of course, there's going to be a drop-off in numbers. However, however... Every time something new com comes out for this game, people are going to come back because it's free. It's free. And the game's fun. And like Trini is saying, a lot of familiar cartoon characters, and they have a well so deep to bring in so many characters from so many universes and so many IPs. It can only, like, it honestly can only go up from here. So, and again, this is only open beta. Like, the game isn't released yet. So the cast of characters is a little bit small. So I can't wait to see who else they announce. And if they got people like LeBron James beating up on freaking like Finn from Adventure Time, beating up on like Steven Universe over there, beating up on Batman, beating up on Iron Giant, beating up on Rick and Morty, you know, it's crazy. Uh, beating up on Arya Stark. I forgot about Arya Stark. It's completely out of left field. But yeah, this game is wild. And I'm having a blast with it. I usually play it when I'm at work. <laughs> Uh, I'll have a meeting, like I'll have, uh, you know, you know, everybody who works, like you have your morning meetings, right? These guys sit there a while, you know, they all talk about stuff that doesn't really relate to you. I just have it, I just play it during my meetings. <laughs> and it's so fun because the games are short. So I get to play like two or three games while I'm in the meeting and then get to work. It's good. It's good. It's fun. It's great. Multiverses, congratulations on a successful, soft, open beta, early access launch. Can't wait to see what happens next. And we get to see them at Evo. So keep an eye out because that's going to be like one of the bigger, that's like the big first, uh, the first big like major tournament for it, right? A lot of people hyping it up. They've even, they even created an, uh, a Twitter account for the competitive multiverses stuff. So they're going to go all in on esports, it looks like, and I can't wait to see what comes of it. So again, join me in congratulating multiverses on a successful early access launch. Congratulations, Multiverses. Congratulations. Play first games. I really hope I got your name right. I'm so sorry. But yeah, I've been following uh, one of the devs. I think his name is Tony on Twitter. And seeing him talk about everything is super duper cool. But yeah, chat, fellow co-hosts, anything else about Multiverses we want to talk about? Anybody else got anything about Multiverses before we move on? Because right now we're at a high on the show and we're about to go to a low. So do, do we want to linger around on the, the highs, the happies before we, uh, before we head on over to the lows of the FGC? Not necessarily lows. It's, it's not like not bad news, right? I'm making it out to be like it's the worst news that ever happened. It's not. But we got to talk about it. So it's time. Nobody else wants to talk about it, isn't you? It's time. Earlier, was it today? I think it was today or earlier this week. We, uh, we saw a tweet from the folks over at Kumite in Tennessee. And the tweet contained a picture and some text, as most tweets do. However, this was the tweet. Kumite in Tennessee, the finale. October 28th through the 30th. 2022 over at the farm bureau expo in lebanon Tennessee. now it was confirmed that this does indeed mean this will be the final kumite 
This will be the final KIT event that ever happens. Um, yeah, the folks over there are walking away. And I got to tell you, man, Kumite in Tennessee has always been that one tournament, right? Kumite in Tennessee has always been the first tournament of the year. I think they honestly were the last tournament before the pandemic, right? I believe they got their tournament in just before things started shutting down. So, uh, yeah, and it was always a tournament that was never in, it was never in any, uh, any league. It wasn't in any tours. It was just a tournament and it was an awesome tournament, right? So it was really cool to, to always watch it. Him is Scar. Oh Do boy, that, same thing. that didn't work out like I wanted it to. Uh, so it was really cool always watching that tournament because it, you know, there were no like real competitive stakes except for pride. We'll talk about some of that soon. Um, but yeah, this is this is a I think um I don't want to say it's a big loss for the fighting game community in the sense that, you know, saying something like it's a big loss, I think it means we'll miss them, right? We will miss Kumite in Tennessee. Here is uh this is I believe Kumite in Tennessee MKX in 2018. Um Yeah, we'll uh we're we're saying goodbye to Kumite. Uh you know, those guys have always done amazing tournaments. Of course, it was spearheaded also by uh, Panda from uh, Panda X Gaming, not Panda Global, um, Jonathan Othone, who has done amazing things for the FGC in general. So, yeah, uh, out, of, out of everything that's happened so far, they tweeted that they were, how long has Kumite been a thing for? I think Kumite has been a thing for since I started following the FGC, which was in like 2012, 2013. I'm a 2013er. Which I guess makes me an OG now because it's all 10 years ago. Suck it. Um, it's probably been going on way longer than that, to be completely honest. But, um, you know, it's tough, man. Especially with, you know, we had Javi on a couple of uh, couple months ago and he talked about like the trials and tribulations of being a TO and how things are so different now, both in costs and in. And like things that need to go right, things that can go wrong. The the entire climate has changed. So of course, with change, there are there are always people that, you know, unfortunately are gonna suffer because of it. So sadly we'll we will be while we will be losing KIT, we still gotta remember all the good times, right? Um they also started doing KIT in Texas. Kumite in Texas, which was really cool. They were using the esports arena over here. Um, yeah, man, it it's sad. It's sad because we're losing something. I'm happy for the guys that they get a break, right? Um, running tournaments like this is never, never easy. So big ups to everybody over there at the KIT land, if you will. Um, know that your tournaments have made an impact on myself and I'm sure for many others. And you will be missed. We'll we'll celebrate the hell out of it in October. When was it again? Uh, October twenty eighth through the thirtieth. We'll celebrate the absolute hell out of it. Have a grand old time and send them off in style. So big thanks to KIT. Big thanks to everybody who does work for it. I'm gonna look up the name of the person. Ian Davis. I believe Ian Davis is like the head person over there. So big ups to Ian Davis and the crew. Thanks. Twenty eleven. Thank you. Thank you for that uh, fact check, Lord Blue. Um, it's uh, it's tough. It's tough. Um, but you know, we move on. NLBC Tuesday Show KIT. Yeah, 
Steve. Let's not forget Steve. <laughs> um, hasn't been that long. Squidly. I, I understand what you're saying, but let's put it into perspective. That's 11 years ago. <laughs> it's more than a decade ago. That's a long time. Granted, yeah, it's not as long as a lot of other FGC events, sure. However, it's still a decade, dude. Like, a decade in anything esports is, like, basically a century. So, and they've always done a really, really great job. So, big ups to KIT. And big ups to the guys over there. Now, anybody else got anything for KIT? I'm going to take a sip of water. I've been going too hard. I feel like these shows with me in it by myself are probably going to be, like, an hour, maybe an hour 15. Steve, first time turning in this show. Yeah, and it was just NBC Online. You're right. Uh, NLBC Online Blue. You're right. Um, but yeah, it, you know, and that's the thing, man. It's like, let's look at the, like, the big picture. FGC's been around for a while, right? Things change, right? We, we're, we lose people, we gain people either in tragedy or in happiness, right? Like, happiness like Steve, tragedy like many of the other people from the FGC who have made an impact in the FGC who are now no longer with us. Why is this getting dark? But anyway, what I'm saying is, life keeps on... The, the time's arrow keeps marching forward, right? Is that the saying? But anyway. But yeah. Um, yeah, mean scene, yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. It's like, they never had a tour because they were at a tournament in, I believe, January or February. They never had a tour. But they always made such cool tournaments out of it. They, it was always like such a different vibe because it wasn't like competitive. I'm the best. Yeah. Give me my money. It was more like, hey, let's go play fighting games, right? So it's such a cool vibe. Um, it will be missed. What can you do? Uh, I'm happy for the guys that they get a break, that they get to have some closure for us and have one big final tournament once more. Thank you, KIT. I've been watching somebody play Metal Gear Solid, so I press F to pay respect. That's Call of Duty. Anyway, other esports. Ladies and gents, sad news. Um, but, well, like bittersweet, I think, is, is it, right? Because I don't think... Uh, I think forcing yourself to do something that you don't want to do makes things worse. Any hoozle. Let's move on because we got a lot of other things and we got to go through quick hits. Quick hits is going to be like a lot of quick hits. It's going to be very quick. It's going to be very hits. And quick hits is our final, final subject here. Um, and there's a lot. There's a lot to cover. There's stuff that we didn't cover last week that we should have. And that's on me. Oopsies. Quick hits. First, let's get into some, uh, some game trailers, shall we? Shall we? Oh no. Oh yes! <laughs> I did not crazy. plan that out. It's the trailer! You ready for some one-on-one -on -one action? I did not plan that out. Oh my god, they're getting worse. Phantom Breaker Omnia, spicy edition. The fire 
your heart will be burning like a spicy meatball. Is that a? Is that? Ooh. <laughs> ah, they forgot to turn off the mic. All right, spicy edition available now. It's free if you have it. Go get it. All you Phantom Breaker Omnia players out there, especially those of you playing at Vortex Gallery next week. I want to see some high. Choo choo, man. That like that line. I think hurt. A little bit, right? And I don't mean this as, like, bad. I mean, it's like, ouch. Uh, the hype train is in the station, and it choo- uh, choose, choo- 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 choose you. Oh, boy. I also did not plan that out. As soon as I saw the Rocket Panda, I was like, oh, no, it's one of these again. <laughs> I didn't say so, yes. Ah, that shit was funny. Big ups to over the people over there at Rocket Panda, man. That, that's, like, the meme keeps on rolling, and it's funny, and I love it. So big ups to them. That was not the only thing revealed. There's been a lot revealed this past week. Some good, some bad. Well, yeah, some bad. Um, let's go to the next trailer. Team Awakened Orochi! I haven't seen one of these in a hot minute. Orochi Yashiro. Now, KOF folks, help me out here. Is Orochi basically like the the Shin version of, like, you know how you have Kuma and then Shin Akuma and Shin Bison? Is that like the Orochi version of KOF characters? Damn, that looks pretty badass, though. Oh, Orochi is like the big bad of KOF? Okay. So it's like the violent Ken of KOF. Violent, uh, Harry Bogart. Honestly, man, I, I need to play this game more. I really do. I love the way it looks, I love the way it feels, I just haven't had enough time to play it. Chris. Chris. <laughs> also, another thing that I think is my favorite in this game that's very underrated is the uh, the final bot. Oh, there's Kyo. If you guys were here last week, Kyo died <laughs> in the in the uh, the anime or whatever they made. I forgot what it was. Um, I think I think one of my favorite meme things about KOF is that the the final boss music sounds like the cowboy in the sky. You know what I'm talking about? Wow. Dude, this looks so good. I need to play this more. Special bonus extra costumes. Whoa. Oh, cool. There's one more coming in the autumn. And they're coming in August. So I think we can we can definitely expect a playable now at Evo, right? After their top eight in the morning. Blue, I'm talking like there's a there's a song out there that has like the music video has like a, an opaque 
cowboy in the back of mountains, like screaming. And it sounds exactly like the KOF final boss <laughs> theme. <laughs> but yeah, um, more Orochi versions. And we still got one more team coming on the uh, King of Fighters season pass. So be on the lookout for that. Along with all of this, something that we should have covered last week, but we kind of missed out on is Street Fighter Six was at San Diego Comic-Con, right? Uh, never heard anyone compare a KOF song to Big Enough. Is that what it's called? I, I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's got the big cowboy. He's like in the sky. It looks like a ghost cowboy in the sky. and he's Anyway, let's talk about more stuff that got announced. San Diego Comic-Con happened. We had our Street Fighter panel. They obviously worded things in a way that, you know, they, they made it seem like they weren't going to announce characters, and they didn't. However, they still had some announcements. And that was classic costumes. They're back. Let's check them out. Here's Chun-Li with the classic Street Fighter II costume. Ooh, ah, so pretty. And here is what she looks like standing normally. The, her, her right knee looks so weird to me. I know it's probably like an angle thing, but that, that looks crazy. Be careful. Here's Ryu. Again, ooh, ah, so pretty. Right? Um, this is beardless Ryu. I think this is the first time we've seen, like, modern beardless Ryu. This is what Ryu looks like, standing normally. Ooh, ah, so pretty. Last but not least, as far as the classic costumes go, look at Lord Guile. His pecs are about to, like, tear out of his shirt. It's so crazy how this character's look. And it's all like, you know, RE Engine's so good at like morphing models, right? Musculation morphing. So it's so so crazy to see it happening to Street Fighter characters. And there he is. He's got the, uh, he's got like a weird like armpit hole. That's scary. Uh, sick screenshot. Yeah, dude, that, that like, that, this like critical art screenshot is gonna probably be like, everybody's thumbnail for the next five years it's so good i never realized there's also like the stripes on the back for like the american flag and stuff pretty cool um with all this you know there are characters that are new and don't necessarily have classic costumes they also announced some not so classic costumes here's luke this looks so weird to me all right if we were doing a block grab i think this would be a block Mostly because, what's the point of a hat if you're putting your hair on the hat? Right? Like, am I crazy? Like, that doesn't look like it's clipping. But I mean, like, ultimately, like, you know, he's got the Tims on, he's got the, the acid wash jeans, or not acid wash jeans, like the ripped jeans, you know, whatever, that's what everybody wears nowadays. But the hat, man, the hat gets me. Looks like it's clipping. It looks like it's clipping, but I don't think it's clipping. I think he, I think they... The whole thing is, like, he has a comb-over on top of his hat. Right? Crazy. Um, the other one is Jamie. Now, this Jamie get-up looks pretty sick. I'm not gonna lie. The shoes matching the gourd. That's pretty sick. The, the gold, like, puffy vest. Sick. Th this is good. This is good. Th if, we were, if we were block-grabbing, this is a grab 100%. I wonder, did I put what I think I did? No, I didn't. Okay. Um, they also had some screenshots of them uh, in their super poses like they did with the other characters. Unfortunately, I didn't add them here. But yeah, man, that, that, the hair on Luke just looks so weird. Now, 
For those of you that don't know, this is what the Street Fighter booth looked like at San Diego Comic-Con. It is massive. Right? Like, it's the main attraction. Street Fighter Six is the main attraction for Capcom at a convention that is not a fighting game convention. It's San Diego Comic-Con. This is wild. Like, the, the amount of stuff, like, the amount of push that the, uh, Capcom is giving Street Fighter Six is super, super cool. This booth looks so damn nice, right? They had, like, this is what it looks like from the outside. If you go in there, there's, like, you know, tagged up walls that look like shipping containers from the game. There's a whole versus setup, right? Like, the versus is in real life. That's not added on. Like, this all looks so damn cool. They also had some tech decks. <coughs> Excuse me. Not tech decks, but these are real, like, skateboard decks. Like, that, they all look pretty dope. From what I saw, they gave them away at the... Uh, panel. The World of Capcom panel. If you answered some trivia, you got a back uh, book bag with a couple of these. So, big ups to Capcom for that. But yeah, man. Exciting, exciting times to be living as a fighting game player, right? Like, Street Fighter 6 coming around the corner. Everybody seems to be really happy with either Strive, DNF, KOF 15. Things coming around the corner. We're eating good in the FGC, man. And the fact that Capcom is putting so much behind Street Fighter Six is wild. Wild. Wild, wild, wild. We're almost there. We got two more things to talk about. First, um, for those of you that don't know, CLG has their weekly tournament, uh, which is a ladder format called Run It Thursdays. And they put out a tweet earlier today that I thought was a little bit weird. It has me very curious. However, we won't get to see it because it happens. It's either happening right now or it's going to happen in a couple of minutes. Uh, and it is that this. There's no way we announce something tonight before run at CLG East Coast Winners Finals, right? And then Kevin Toy, of course, with the Brian F face. Um, so my assumption is they're announcing another player going to Evo. Who knows? But, you know, COG out here doing work. Is that German? No, it's not German. <laughs> That's Brian F. That would be hilarious. Dude, could you imagine German playing fighting games? That'd be awesome. I'm, I'm a big German fan, dude. But yeah, no, that's Brian F. <laughs> um, but yeah, so big ups to COG. Uh, we may or may not. Talk to a couple of them in the show. I reached out. We'll see what happens if we get uh, if we get a couple of people from COG in here to talk to us about their involvement in the FGC. We'll see. It's all in the works. It's all in the works. Now, I really wanted to... I, I There's a part of me that wanted to avoid this topic. However, I think it's hilarious, right? Like, the developments on this topic have been so, 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 so funny. Um, and I think this topic has created some conversation... Well, it's created more like yelling at everybody on Twitter. Um, but I think it's created some things or like some discussions that I think are effects of things happening on the bigger picture outside of the FTC, right? So let's just get down and talk about it. For those of you that don't know, I'm talking about the EU US Street Fighter exhibition that's no longer happening. Earlier today, Yes, it was today uh, at around 2.30 p.m. My time, 2.30 p.m. Central. Uh, Arturo put this out. Sadly, 
the U.S. versus EU Street Fighter V exhibition won't happen. Too many excuses on USA side. Too many tweets admitting EU is better and too many excuses. I've never been more disappointed in North America Street Fighter in my life. Remember, I've been playing since Street Fighter 1. We'll pivot to something else that I promise will be worth your time. Remember, this is what I'm setting up the PC 144Zs for. 144 hertz for. Did I just say Zs? Now, here's the thing. Disappointing, right? It's Evo. Big, like, salty sweet exhibitions. Arturo was setting up the, the Matrix monitors for everybody to try it out and, like, to really react to stuff. Uh, before we even get any deeper, uh, I feel like Arturo is, has been getting some uh, some shit that he doesn't necessarily deserve, right? Um, for people that think uh, Arturo has made a negative impact on the FGC, they just haven't been paying attention, right? So Arturo is like one of the hardest working people in the FGC. Put some respect on that man's name, will you? Um, now, of course, this is very vague. This is very vague. Uh, the EU has been busting our ass in Tekken and Dragon Ball Fighters. Did EU win the Tekken exhibition in Combo Breaker? No, right? The EU, the EU, uh, North America one. Yeah, because I want a pizza off of it. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Big Four Low, I totally agree. The EU has been kind of the stronger team. However, I think it kind of boils down to more than that, right? If we look historically, like... I have a certificate in comedy, right? So if we look like back to the 70s, the morale around being patriotic is very similar to how it is now, where things that affect us but are out of our control are so bad that everybody just wants an escape, right? Nobody's proud to be, well, I shouldn't say nobody, but it's very hard to be proud to be an American with everything going on uh, these past couple of years. We look like back to the 70s, look at uh, examples like Blazing Saddles, like everything was so absurd. It's just because everybody wanted to stop thinking about Nixon and the Watergate scandal. Everybody just wanted to like get lost in something funny. Things like that are happening now, too, where we're getting like super absurdist um, comedy, super uh, like very like surreal, like surrealism art in film and games and everything. Everybody just wants an escape from all of the bad news that's like constantly surrounding us, right? So it's hard to like really feel good about America. And I th my my theory again, I'm not any of the people who are in the North American team, but I think that is kind of bleeding over into the FGC, right? It's hard to vouch for America right now. <laughs> so I think that's bleeding over into like confidence in the game for some. Um and I think the people who aren't necessarily as affected by that are taking it Personally, I think. Or maybe not necessarily personally, but they're, you know, they're trying their best to rise above it. So I think with that, like, that, that's been having an effect of it, too. Completely speculation. I don't know. But that's, like, looking from the outside in, that looks like what's happening. However, this tweet, while very vague, there was a response. There was a response. And at the end of the day, look. I just want to put this forward. At the end of the day, nobody owes anybody anything, right? Nobody has to do anything. It's evil. Just go have fun. Whatever. You don't have to, like, you don't have to do anything. Um, it is sad that Arturo was grinding and trying to make this work, and it's sad that it didn't work out. However, nobody owes him anything. I mean, maybe that's not true because he's done so much for the FTC. Maybe we do owe him a little bit. However, in this, from an individual perspective, nobody's owed anything. However, there was a reply. From Punk, 
one of the best players in the in North America right now. And this was their reply. All people do on this app is try to put people down because they don't want to work for free at the most important tournament for us as players. Everybody wants favors for free, but that ain't how the world works. Sorry. You think art goes to different states to stream tournaments for free? We are pro players, so as our profession, why should we be forced to play for free? Now, a lot of people were giving punk shit for that, and he's not wrong in the sense that knowing your worth is important, especially in an industry like esports, right? Where a lot of people get away with a lot of shit and taking advantage of a lot of people. At the end of the day, that's what it is. Um, is he wrong? No. However, this is where things get very funny. This is where things actually get extremely hilarious. Um, Punk has a very strong point in this tweet. Extremely strong point, right? They're professional players. They know their worth. They should be paid what they think they're owed. Cool. However, not 24 hours before that, less than 24 hours before that, this tweet was sent out. I wish I didn't need social media to be a pro at times. Uh, to be a pro. Times was so much better when I could play Street Fighter 4 in peace and troll. Never had anyone clout chasing or any of that stuff. I hate even having to, I hate even having clout cha uh, clout because what the fuck is it really? People just use names for views nonstop. Shit's just annoying. All I do is want to play fighting games and be the best. Never ask for anything more than that. I don't care about the money, fame, or anything. The only thing, the only good thing to come out of this is probably finding uh, Z Feisty's uh, Z Feisty throughout this journey, and of course, all of my friends that I've met and loved. So I think the reason why Punk might be getting some shit here is you cannot. And again, Twitter is a place where your words remain. It's very difficult to take someone seriously when they're saying, I know my worth, I need to be paid what I'm owed, and not 24 hours before saying, I don't care about the money. <laughs> oh, man, look, here's the thing. I'm not trying to discredit Punk. They're an amazing player. They, again, they know their worth. They have a very good point with pointing that out at the end of the day. It's Evo, right? They, they got other stuff to think about than a Salty Sweet tournament, or the Salty Sweet exhibition. But seeing those two tweets almost back-to-back -back is so funny. And yes, completely out of context, right? Because I'm, sure I'm sure Punk meant something completely different than what they actually typed out. However, holy crap. It, like, if you look at it from the outside, and it looks like so, like such a hypocritic, like a hypocritical uh, action. I don't think that's what they meant, right? But man, from the outside, does it look like it? So I'm giving Punk the benefit of the doubt there. They know they. I'm all for knowing your worth and asking for stuff. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate that you know the the casualty was of course the exhibition. So we won't get to see the EU versus NA Street Fighter Five. Um, apparently, like Rob was like really grinding, really like trying to push for it, but everybody left him hung out to dry, according to Art. Big shout outs to Rob. Um, but you know, thumbs the brakes. We'll just have to go with one last exhibition, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, and you know, also like not having, even like taking all the money stuff aside, like 
not having confidence in your team and feeling like you're walking into something being set up for failure. Not very fun. I honestly, I probably wouldn't do it if I felt that way. I, do I feel that way? No, because I don't, I don't even know who the rest of the team was to be completely honest with you. Um, but yeah, thumbs the brakes. Thumbs the brakes. So no more Street Fighter Six or Street Fighter Five. I'm sorry, exhibition over at Evo. I lied to you guys. Why did this happen the week before Evo? I don't know, man. I really don't. I think. And th th again, this is speculation. I don't know anyone involved very well, nor do I know anything about it. But I think when it comes to something like this, especially with Evo being as close as it is, you're starting to question a lot of things that you're doing in order to prepare for Evo, right? So is it wise to play people who you might face against in the tournament bracket the next day where, you know, there's real money on the line? Would it be better to rest up and feel good for the tournament with the real money on the line? But yeah, here we are. <laughs> but at the end of the day, here's the thing. I wanted to bring this up just because I feel like Art is getting a ton of shit, and he doesn't deserve that. He does a lot for us, and I believe we need to treat people who do things for the, F the greater good of the FGC better than we are now. So stop it. Um, and nor does that mean that you should go do the exhibition when you don't want to do. That's not what I mean. I just mean, you know, be nice to each other. Will you? Stop it. One last thing before we go. Because this, this again, was uh, announced yesterday. I kind of missed it. CEO Taku happening in September 23rd to 25th in Orlando. Of course, one of the bigger CEO Takus up to date. Having a lot of games. Including JoJo's. I guess everybody loves that game. I've been seeing more and more of that game. It looks kind of cool. Um, but of course, see Otaku, celebration of everything. Anime, everything Otaku. Right? Otaku is like someone who likes anime, right? Is that the Japanese version of Weeb? Um, for those of you that like anime culture, I guess one of the one of the big points of anime culture in Japan are and here, I assume, are uh it's a bad turn? Oh. Hmm. Well, own it, right? Take it back, right? Isn't that what people do? Um, it was announced yesterday. New to CEO Taku this year. They're adding, drum roll please, a maid cafe. Here's the tweet from CEO Taku yesterday. And it quotes, the quote is, and a quote, New to CEO Taku this year, we're adding a maid cafe experience for attendees to check out and enjoy throughout the weekend. We'll also be expanding upon our previous karaoke stage for anybody to enjoy in the evenings. For more information, visit Eventbrite, blah, 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 blah. Link to uh, the Maid Otaku event, or the, I'm sorry, the Maid Cafe event at CEO Taku. So yeah, again, it's so cool to see, like, anime culture is something that, like, completely goes over my head. Right, I'm just like not in that world. Nor am I saying it's bad. It's just I just missed the boat on it. Um, but it's so cool to see a tournament like CEO Taku and TOs like Jabali like really pushing to like really make a tournament more than just a tournament, right? Which is like why I'm super excited for Evo because Evo is way more than just a tournament. Street Fighter Six is going to be there. 
multiverse is going to have an, uh, a thing there, right? Like, it's it's more than a tournament, right? The tournament is very important. It's the reason why everybody gets together. But, yeah, there's going to be panels at EVO. Good good, uh, good catch there, Blue. Um, but, like, adding stuff to the experience is always good. Because it makes people want to go to it more. It feels more worthwhile to go. Especially from regular working Johns and Joes and Janes and everybody in between. Like myself. Um, where it's very hard to, you know, I, I bought my flights and stuff last week and boy, took a big chunk out of my wallet. It did. Um, and it, it, you know, had to take off PTO and all that other stuff. It's kind of, it's kind of a, a thing. So with that said, it feels like a lot of these tournaments are feeling like much more of an experience and much more, even with it growing to being an experience, it still feels like an FGC event, which I think is super important. Right, like we were at Combo Breaker earlier this year, and man, it was so cool to go play at tournaments. It was so cool to like see people that I used to like. I didn't, I don't know anybody's name, right? It was so cool to see people that I've just rubbed shoulders with for so long. Again, it was super cool. Um, playing pools uh, for Street Fighter Five with Rob TV and the Chicago Crew, they were super, super dope. Uh, super fun to hang out with. Um. Which was like a super weird contrast to playing pools with some of the Dallas guys in Tekken. Like it was a very like opposite experience. Uh, but them's the bricks and fighting games, right? Like different communities have different levels of uh, of heart, I guess. Well, not, heart's not the right word, but like openness, maybe friendliness. Um, but yeah. With with all that said, it's like it. Still very much feels like FGC, but now it feels like an FGC experience as opposed to an FGC tournament. So I can't wait for Evo. Evo's next week. I'm sure I'll see you guys there. Again, before I sign off, I do want to give another shout out to the new Best of Five producers who helped out with the show. Blue, PB Tuft, That Mean Scene, and Bob Ace. Thank you guys so much for helping out with the show. It would not have happened without you guys here. Everybody, give them, give them some hearts. Show them some hearts on Twitch, will you? Like, you just type less than three, it shows up a heart. Say thanks, right? They did something cool for us, uh, and they're going to be help. Hopefully, they'll be helping us mo moving forward. So we'll see what happens there. Um, but know that you are appreciated and loved, and I, we, I will buy you dinner at Evo. I will buy you dinner at Evo, and if this ever turns into something where I have the ability, you will be paid a fair wage. But capitalism. <laughs> um, anyway, another big shout-out to Steve. Again, for those of you that missed it up at the top of the show, Steve is now Ace King Dad Suit. And unfortunately, uh, we'll no longer be here. Um, hopefully, we'll try to get him on the show when we're in Vegas. I don't know how that's going to happen, but we'll try our best. If not, we'll have our pizza party. Have him, uh, have him say like an actual goodbye instead of a video goodbye. Uh, so big ups to Steve. Show him some love, man. Like being a new parent is not easy, especially with everything that they've been going through. Like, go show him some love. Show everybody love, will you? Just, just love everybody else. Just love everybody. Help everybody. Everybody needs help. It's difficult being a human nowadays. So be a good one. Thus ends my useless rant. <laughs> um... Also, another big shout. Oh, some, sorry. Somebody that I also need to shout out that I have not shouted out is Olson. 
Usually they'll be in here. They're no slow Andy in the chat. They have taken on the editing duties uh, for Best of Five, which is easily a very, 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 very not fun job to do. So big ups to Lord Olsen. Everybody show him some love. If you like the show, go over to bestofvshow.com. You can follow our socials. Please follow us here on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter. We're trying to grow. We're trying to make things. Uh, we're trying to make things bigger and better. That's why we're going to Evo. Um, and with us growing and you sharing this with your friends, we'll be able to do more. I'm, I'm thinking up of some creative ways of uh, of uh, have, having the show be a little bit more than one way, right? Because right now, like, I have my script, script, um, and I go through it, and sometimes I ask you guys chat, but we'll 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 change up some stuff. We'll have some fun here. Um, my voice is going. I think it's time for me to go. <laughs> and it's almost 9.30. I almost did it. I almost did the whole show. Uh, even though I ran out of topics by like 9.15. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gents, before we go, let's go raid someone, right? Again, community. Fighting game community. Let's go find someone that we can host. Who should we host? Ah, here's a name that I haven't heard in a while. Yeah. Sorry. Move my camera so I can see the screen. Here's a name I haven't heard in a while. And it's a shame that I haven't heard this name in a while. But let's go raid Jonathan Tenney. They're grinding out in Guilty Gear Strive right now. Raid. All right, everybody go. Whoops. I did it wrong. There we go. All right, everybody go raid Jonathan Tenney. Tell him best of five says hi. Tell him I said hello. I'm going to be hanging out in the chat for a little bit, so join me over there. Thanks, everybody, for joining for today's show. I will catch you all next week. Next one's in Vegas, baby. Next one's in Vegas, baby. I'll catch you guys there. Steve's not here to say the thing, so I guess I'll just say another one. Uh, follow us on our socials. Thanks. Bye.